0: the rock and uh, with all the messages that have been brought forth by the spirit today it seems like uh, it would be appropriate because the winds are blowing, the rain is descending, the floods come but if you are founded, if your foundation is on a rock then you're going to be steady, you're going to be you're going to be right there. Nothing's going to nothing's going to happen. We'll talk about that a little later. The opening text is from Psalm 89:26, and I'm and I'll quote it from the New Living Testament. I uh, found uh, that I really like the New Living Testament. Uh, it seems to me to be the other only other authorized version. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I jest. (laughs) And he will call out to me, you are my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Father God, that you are the rock of our salvation. Thank you, Father God, for anointing your word. Let everything that comes out of my mouth be by your spirit, and anything that is not of your spirit, let it fall to the ground. And we just ask it in Jesus' name, amen. In my lifetime, there have been many things called the rock. Alcatraz, the former federal prison that once held notorious criminals, Scarface, Al Capone, and George Machine Gun Kelly is today a National Historic Landmark. A prison is a National Historic Landmark and one of the most sought-out and sold-out attractions in San Francisco Bay Area. Seriously? <laughs> Tore the remains of maximum security facility on small and windy Alcatraz Island, aptly nicknamed The Rock, to scope out the grounds in the cell house. Dwayne, and you may want to turn this down a little bit because I'm going to be raising my voice here. Yeah. Dwayne Douglas Johnson, born the May... Second, nineteen seventy two, also known by his ring name, The Rock, is an American actor, producer, and semi-retired professional wrestler. Some of you may know who The Rock is. <laughs> Nicholas Cage starred in The Rock. And it's also talking about Alcatraz. It's uh when I was stationed in Korea, uh it was I was stationed at Camp Greaves, which was far away from everybody and everything. Seemed like I was in prison, and Camp Greaves was known as the rock because it was far away from everybody and everything. Rocks and minerals can be classified using physical attributes such as color, shape, texture, and hardness. A scratch test is used to determine the hardness of a rock. Minerals are non-living objects formed in nature. Rocks are naturally formed, solid, made of one or more minerals. Streak tests are used to determine what minerals are in rocks. The tests show what color is left behind. Types of rocks, the sedimentary rocks, they are formed when sand, dirt, and other minerals are squeezed together until they harden. Igneous rocks are rocks that were once melted and then cooled. They are formed from magma, that's lava. Metamorphic rocks are rocks that are formed by heat and pressure. Heat and pressure. Metamorphic rocks were once sedimentary or igneous rocks that underwent a change due to immense heat and pressure. Weathering is a process where rocks are broken down into smaller pieces. Wind and rain cause weathering. If you have ever taken a stone out of a riverbed or a stream, you know that that from years of water flowing over that rock, it becomes smooth. And that is a slow process. When small rocks are thrown into a lake, it will displace the water around it, causing a ripple. The bigger the rock, the bigger the ripple. Boulders can cause a big splash as well as a ripple. And of course, a meteor the size of a Volkswagen can cause a tsunami. Diamonds is also a rock that's formed by years and years of pressure. And once thought to be the hardest and most uh, incompressible material on earth. We know that hardness is not always desirable. When we think of a hardness, hardness of heart, it means we can't hear the Lord because of repeated sin without repentance. It means we're not pliable or transparent. Speaking of pliable, there's another rock that is very pliable and moldable in its purest form. Gold. Gold is very pliable and very moldable in its uh, purest, the softest type of metal in its purest form. For the hard rock, it would take a harder rock to shatter or break that hardness of heart or unbearable heat to melt it into molten rock, like lava. Rocks are used for healing, as in healing stones. They're used for building, as in a foundation or making of bricks and road. They're used in jewelry, as far as gems are concerned, green gems, red gems, diamonds and little rocks can be hanging off your wrist as, uh, as jewelry. They were using time past to cover sepulchers. Sepulchers. They're used in making headstones and cornerstones. They're used as a place of refuge, as in a cave protecting you from the elements or from observation from the enemy. In the military, we like to hide behind a big tree or a rock when bullets are flying our way Preferably a big rock because bullets might stick in or go through a tree, but they bounce off a rock. If you're hiding behind a rock, the enemy's bullets can't hit you. You are protected. These are the little, literal characteristics and attributes of a rock. But some of these characteristics and attributes can be ascribed figuratively, figuratively to the Lord. Here are a few scriptures, 2 Samuel 22 and 3. I'll wait a couple seconds just in case you want to, oh, if you're writing it down, I'll go. 2 Samuel 22, 3. The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge. My Savior, thou savest me from violence. Second Samuel twenty-two forty-seven. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. Psalms 18 and 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. In Psalm 62, 7. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Before we continue, let's take a glimpse at the words uh, Savior and salvation. You've heard it before, but I think it bears repeating once again. For 2 Samuel 22 and 3, Savior is the word yasha. And it means to be open, wide or free, to be safe, to free or succor. Avenging, defend, deliver, preserve, rescue, be safe, having salvation, save to get victory. Salvation in 2 Samuel 22, 47 is Yesha. It means liberty, deliverance. Prosperity, safety, salvation. In our opening text, Psalm, 80, Psalm 89, is the word Yeshua. It means something saved, that is deliverance, hence aid, victory, prosperity, deliverance, health, help, welfare. I don't really want to get bogged down in definitions, but I have one more. A horn. The word horn. It means a flask, a corner, or a resemblance of an element, uh, elephant's tooth. A corner, a peak, a mountain, a ray of light. Figuratively, power. The psalmist is saying that the Lord is everything needed for victory over the enemy. Right now we need victory over the enemy. There are a few of us that are getting buffeted on every side, but the word says that the Lord is my rock and my salvation. So the Lord provides health, help, prosperity, victory, defense from the enemy. He's described as my rock, the rock, the God of the rock of my salvation, the rock of my salvation, my high tower, my strong tower, my fortress, my deliverer, my shield, my strength, my buckler. And in case you're wondering, my buckler is a a small shield. It's used for defense, as in uh, protection. My refuge, my salvation. As in the horn of my salvation, in other words, he is the power behind which my salvation is obtained. And salvation, once again, that word salvation is all-encompassing. It is everything you need for the time that you are in. Everything you need. So, whosoever shall call upon the name, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's okay. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, meaning they shall be delivered. They shall be in prosperity. They shall gain victory. They shall have help in their time of trouble. Simon Barjona in the New Testament was called a rock almost immediately. Nowadays when people are called rocks, it could be either good or bad. You could be rock solid or you could be just like Plymouth Rock that's been sitting in the same place for over 300 years doing nothing and I I coined the phrase Plymouth Rock because I didn't have any other description so I just used Plymouth Rock as something said that's when they say he is a rock and I've heard that before it just means that uh, they don't think things through Peter was called a rock. The name Peter is Petros, Petros. It means a fragment or a piece of a rock. John uh, 1.42 says that Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus, looking intently at Simon. Jesus said, your name is Simon Bar-Jonah, or son of Jonah, but you will be called Cephas, which means Peter, New New Living Testament says Peter. The King James Version says, by which is interpreted a stone. Peter started out being the Plymouth kind of rock. I believe he followed the law, was a businessman, and had partners. His brother, Andrew, James, and John were his partners. He led with his head a great deal of the time. He had his moments like we all do, but then he had to find a way to mess it up. He was impulsive, brash, overconfident, but he went from the Plymouth kind of rock to rock solid. If you notice in the writings of the New Testament in the four Gospels, Peter is mentioned a great deal. When naming the disciples, the apostle Peter is named first. Most of the time when the Bible records questions asking, uh, asked by Jesus, the disciples, it either mentions Peter by name or it uses the word they. Peter was almost, Jesus is the focal point, but Jesus, uh, Peter was the other focal point, if you will. The piece or fragment of a rock was the one getting out of the boat. The piece of a rock, we're talking about Peter, was the one who said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. That fragment of a rock was the one who said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And this was in response to a couple of questions. The first was, who do men say that I am? the son of man am? Before we get to the second question, let's take a look at the first. I always like to look into particular scriptures to get the most out of it as I can. Why didn't he just ask the question, who do men say that I am? The first time. He asked, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? He was saying, I am the son of a human being. That word man is anthropos. We get the word anthropology from that word. He's saying, I am the son of a human being. What do men say about me? They acknowledge that men associated him as being the son of a human being by saying he was John the Baptist or Jeremiah or one of the prophets. The second question, who do ye say that I am? And that's when Peter came up with his famous answer. And Jesus answered and said unto to him, Blessed art thou, Simon bar for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We already know that the word translated Peter is a piece or a fragment of the rock. The word Jesus used for this rock is the word Petra a mass of a rock of which I submit to you that Peter was a piece or a fragment of. You are Petros and on this Petra, I will build my church. The piece of a rock is a part of the big mass of a rock. And I'm thinking that if, if I was standing there, he would say, yes, you are, you are Peter, but on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell, shall not prevail against it. We know that this, through the study of the word that the rock was a, that, the, that rock was a, before we continue with this thought, i go back to the Old Testament in Exodus 17, 5 and 6. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river. Take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee upon the rock in Horeb, And thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. We know that through the study of the word that the rock was a type of Christ. Dake's annotated reference Bible states that there are accounts from travelers to that region that that was a huge rock of granite that Moses smote. It is said to be about 15 feet long. 10 feet broad and 12 feet high. That was a big rock. It is said to have many holes and channels through which the water flowed to supply over 6 million people. Moses said in Deuteronomy 32, 3 and 4, Because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his work are judgment. A God of truth, without iniquity, just and right. Is he. Now back to Jesus. Peter said that Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That information had to be revealed by the Father, because the Holy Spirit had made the men to all men at that time. Jesus told Peter that he was a fragment of a massive rock that would be the foundation upon which he builds his church. That massive rock is Christ he is the foundation upon which the rain has descended the floods came the winds blew and beat upon that foundation or that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock 1 Corinthians 10 uh, 4 says and it did, did all drink the same spiritual drink for they all drank of the spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. We're talking about the good rock here. Rock solid. He's the one who paid the price and redeemed us unto himself. He is the rock of our salvation. When it comes to, like I said, many of us being the ones who are experiencing the rains descending, the floods coming, the winds blowing, and a shaking when there is a shaking we can stand on that rock we all experience circumstances and i heard from some writer that said what is the when we talk about high praises what are the high praises of god they said the lord told them the high praises of god was speaking his word back to him speaking his word back to him he loves when we speak his word back to him. Especially when we are experiencing the rains descending, the floods coming, the winds blowing, and beating upon, beating upon that foundation. In spite of the circumstances that, we, that we're in, we can still say, blessed be the God of my salvation. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. He is my buckler. My refuge, my strength, the God in whom I will trust, no matter what the situation Devil, you can't blow me down because I am standing on the rock of my salvation. You're my high tower. You're my strong tower, my fortress, my deliverer, my shield, my strength. I may have these symptoms. The fact is I have these symptoms. But the truth is I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. The fact is I have all these things going around me, but the, but the truth is I stand upon the rock of my salvation, in whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. First Peter 2.4-9 two, four, two, four says, to whom coming unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also as a lively stone are built up in a, to a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which, he is, which be disobedient to, them, to the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner and a stone of stubbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, unto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That word salvation is also in the New Testament. And the word for salvation in the New Testament is soteria, and it means exactly the same as it does in the Old Testament. Rescue, safety, physically or morally, deliver, health, salvation, save, always the same. It's easy, it is easy, especially when you're you're not going through something to say to somebody else that's going through stuff, Use the word. Praise the Lord. Quote the scripture. That shows the maturity of the, of the Christian who does that. No matter what the situation, I take my mind off of my situation by concentrating on what the word of God says. As a matter of fact, when that happens, the situation or the circumstances may not even change immediately, but he will give you peace in the midst of the storm. He will give you a calm in the midst of the flood coming, the wind blowing, the the winds beating upon the house, he will give you a joy even in the midst of that. And people will, will that know what you are going through and see what you're going through and still see the joy that is still in your heart and on your face because you can't hide that joy. That's the type of joy that comes from the inside. You can't hide that. Uh, you have a a beaming about you even though the world around you is being turned upside down they'll take notice what is going on with this individual why are they smiling i know that such and such and such and such and such and such is happening to them why are they smiling i gotta find out because i want me some of that this is why we get changed from the inside out and we do that by standing upon that rock who is jesus christ by believing no matter what no matter what the circumstances and this, like I said the circumstances may not even change but that I can have a calm a peace in the midst of that storm and I can have a a testimony and thank the Lord in spite of what's going on and believe it or not that's the end of the message we can have that calm and we can have that testimony to other folks because we believe we are standing upon the rock. That rock is immovable. That foundation is immovable. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. And even though the message be short, I pray, Father God, that we can apply that word to our lives. And that your word, Father God, will be first in our lives whenever we come upon circumstances that we don't understand. That your word would be first. That we begin to, to use your word. To bring peace and calm. Your word says that be careful, be anxious over nothing, but by everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, where I let our requests be made known unto you. And your peace, the peace which you give, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And we thank you for that, oh Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We give your name in praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we before we uh, dismiss, can you just repeat after me. The Lord, the Lord is my rock. The God of the rock of my salvation. Of of my, salvation. My, high my high tower. My strong tower. My, strong tower. my fortress. My, fortress. My, deliverer. my deliverer. My shield. My, shield. my buckler. My refuge, my My healer, My healer. My my salvation. Praise the Lord.